0: Happy New Year, everyone. This is Truth Unbound. I'm Walt Swaim, and after a short break during these past holidays, we are back in the saddle for 2023. And remember, at Truth Unbound, we unleash God's truth as it relates to questions we have about the faith, about God, about the things that happen in our culture and our world. So to start off the year on a super positive note, two things happened that are actually linked together. First, award-winning newscast, 60 Minutes, started it off with nothing else than, we're all going to die. Yep. And it's all due to a major problem, and you are to blame. In fact, it's the same thing a guy back in the late 1700s by the last name of Malthus said would doom us all. Now, the second thing that happened is this. There is a hidden item in the 4,000-page omnibus spend more money than we have bill passed by Congress and signed into law by the president just before the end of 2022. Now, it's also based on the same theory of Mr. Malthus, 60 Minutes, and the framers of the omnibus spending bill all swear is going to happen. And we see and hear this constantly. So what is this one alarming thing that all three of these have in common that's going to doom us all? And what does God say about it? That's more important. And one thing I know, God isn't scared about it at all. So let's find out what all this means for you and me here and now, right now. (music) Now, just before we jump into that, Truth Unbound has, for 2023, some great topics coming our way. Some great interviews as well are on on tap with some interesting people. And also a co-podcast here real soon with another major Christian podcaster, According to John, with its host, John Westfall. He has helped me and others get their start in podcasting and is himself one of the best guys on the planet. And I urge you to watch and listen to his podcast, according to John. Now, if you don't want to miss a second of any of this, click on like, click on follow, uh, do a review where you can do that as well, and then subscribe to the channel and then share a link to this podcast with everybody you can today. All right. Now. What about that major doomsday thing going on? Let's see. Okay, so this past Sunday night on January 1st, 60 Minutes did this kind of a start to our new year of 2023. Now, with rampant growing violent crime, a war between Russia and Ukraine, millions of illegal immigrants pouring over our southern border, and a U.S. government with no clue what to do about anything— All of this invading our lives every moment of every day. This is the best that 60 Minutes could come up with to start off the new year in a positive light. You ready? The point 60 Minutes was making was about what is called the sixth extinction. Or the prediction made by some scientists that 75% of all living species will go extinct extinct in the coming decades for the sixth time in recorded history. Supposedly sixth time, but anyway. What made it worse for 60 Minutes is they picked a discredited, alarmist biologist of the 1970s, Paul Ehrlich. Yes, he's still alive, and he's still a true believer in man's extinction. To be the main source of authority on the subject on their program. Now, in an article on this subject in The Federalist, here is what Ehrlich predicted and was tremendously wrong about big time. The battle to feed all of humanity is over. The opening line of his book, The Population Bomb, reads, in the 1970s, hundreds of millions of people will starve to death in spite of any crash programs embarked upon now, Ehrlich wrote in his 1968 book. It was likely, he went on about, is that the oceans would be without life by 1979, and the United States would see its population plummet to 23 million by 1999 due to pesticides. Now I quote, the death rate will increase until at least 100 to 200 million people per, per year will be starving to death during the next 10 years, he famously told Mademoiselle magazine in 1970. Now, he even made a bet on this with academic Julian Simon, who said he would, Julian Simon said he would be wrong on all his predictions. And yes, Ehrlich lost big time financially and scientifically as his predictions ended up being entirely wrong, not just once, but many times over in the following years. Now, what is this type of thinking of overpopulation dooming the planet? Where did it originate from? Well, it started back in the late 1700s with a man by the name of Thomas Malthus, Scholar and economist in England, and he wrote an essay in 1798 called "An Essay of on the Principle of Population." His basic premise was that the population of humans would outstrip its ability to keep up with it and its ability to feed itself, and thus humanity would be doomed to extinction. Overpopulation and humanity will all die out. To curb this, he felt people needed to have less or no sexual relations. And then also war, famine, and disease, all of this could prevent it from happening. His predictions influenced many years later, including a certain Charles Darwin, the father of the theory of evolution, whose thinking in turn created a baseline for the insanity of people such as Adolf Hitler and Francis Galton, the father of eugenics. Now, eugenics is the idea that humans can be selectively bred, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Now, Malthus didn't see the uh, Industrial Revolution coming, nor did he factor in that the more people there are, the more minds and ingenuity and resourcefulness there will also be and in an increasing way. He was proven wrong, and very shortly. Since the mid-1900s, and in today, there have been several revivals of this type of thinking by the elites that millions will believe will believe, and it's called Neo-Malthusianism. Now, according to the Answers website Canary, it states, Neo-Malthusians differ from Malthus's theories, mainly in their support for the use of contraception. Modern Neo-Malthusians are generally more concerned than Malthus with environmental degradation and catastrophic famine than with poverty. In other words, for the Neo-Malthusians, the threat is not to humanity itself that's the greatest concern, but the threat to the environment. Sound familiar? This is the mindset behind the global warming religious hysteria, or climate change, as it's now called, uh, trying to force people and the world's economies quickly back into the stone ages even though Malthusianism is, sa- has been soundly discredited over and over and over again since the 1800s. In fact, for the Neo-Malthusians, who supposedly lean on the science and are screaming the sky is falling on overpopulation, our problem now is predicted to be the decline of the world's population overall. Such as reported by the Pew Research Center in this 2019 article where it states, and I quote, For the first time in modern history, the world's population is expected to virtually stop growing by the end of this century, due in large part to falling global fertility rates, according to a Pew Research Center analysis of new data from the United Nations, end of quote. Yet, Here's the neo-Malthusians insisting still, and they found their way into this latest omnibus spending bill that Congress and the president just turned into law. Representative Dan Bishop, Republican from North Carolina, tweeted about a hidden Malthusian insert that is now a law funded by your tax dollars, and I quote, on a more sinister note, Here's at least $575 million for family planning in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity. Malthusianism is a disturbing, anti-human ideology that should have zero place in any federal program end quote." Now as you see here, here's what it actually says. quote, "Not less than575 million dollars should be made available for family planning including in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity or endangered species, end quote. Now that, my friend, is clear neo-Malthusianism. Family planning, in other words, killing babies, abortion. In other words, if the environment is threatened by too many humans, then here's all the millions of dollars needed for the killing of human beings— to save the planet. So to cut to the chase on this, now that we have shown the emperor has no clothes on at all, what does God say about it? That's what really matters. And how should we as followers of Jesus respond? One very disturbing thing about the creator of this type of thinking, originally, Thomas Malthus, is he supposedly was an ordained cleric in the Church of England a pastor, a man of God who reads and teaches God's word to people. Yet he apparently totally missed all the verses that talk about God and his care and his provision for his own creation that he made in his own image. Malthus somehow missed the sovereignty of God, who is in full control of everything and who knows what he's going to do and that even in our sinfulness, God will most certainly make a world that will sustain those who were born into it. Now, Malthus somehow missed verses like Matthew 5, 45. He makes his son rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. He also missed Matthew 10, 29 through 31. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. And Malthus also missed Psalm thirty-seven twenty-five, where it says, I have been young and now am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. So instead of shepherding his congregation with hope and trust in God based on the truth of God's word, and instead of making a difference through his church in the lives of the people struggling all around them and preaching the gospel and making disciples, they he spread fear and uncertainty and brought a, a, a false ideology, a false theology, a false thinking of economy, even, to his, to not only his congregation, but to many other people in his community and his nation. Again, God knows what he's doing. And sinful human beings panicking, screaming, the sky is falling over pseudoscience fake news will not change that and will not help. He created a hysteria and false ideology, Malthus did, a false ideology that, by the way, has now led to the killing of babies to control the population. Many of the young people of today are even deciding not to have children at all. And you can see my podcast, and I'll have that listed in the description that I did on this subject. They they don't want to have kids because they actually believe the Neo-Malthusian religious theory. Many of the young people today actually believe the earth won't be livable anymore in just a few years. So why raise kids in a place destroyed by humans causing climate change? That's the situation we're in. Now there is no denying that there has been and always will be localized and even regional areas where there will be times of limited, but severe famine and poverty and crisis. That's historical fact. And we are given a biblical mandate from God to also be responsible stewards, administrators of the earth and the environment to his glory and benefit also of the humanity he created, not out of fear for losing it. Additionally, God tells us this in Peter's words in 2 Peter 3:10 and 13. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat, both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Now, the apostle John confirms this in seeing the future, the vision God gave him in Revelation 21, verse 1, saying, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. So God knows all, sees all, and has all power over all. Trust in him, live in obedience to him and his word, and all will be fine in the end. Well, again, I hope this has helped you to see through this overpopulation myth and pseudoscience and to trust in God's handling of the world and the situations that we find ourselves in. We hope that if you haven't already, that you would believe in Jesus, the creator, the Lord and savior, the son of God and God himself who came to die and rise again so you could be forgiven of all your sin and receive eternal life. Call on him to be saved today. Well, don't forget, please, to click on like or click to follow this podcast, subscribe, review it, give a good review for it, and share this podcast with everyone you know today. Remember to always follow Jesus, because by doing that, you'll always follow the truth.